The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Wall Podcast and week 8 of the Scorching 6 Picks. Recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California. The Thursday night football, we had the Buffalo Bills hang on 24-18 and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. And they, it's a pretty comfortable win for them, but Tampa made it a little somewhat slightly exciting at the end. and But nonetheless, the Bills held on. And joining me to discuss that game and week eight slate, we got Rebound back with us after missing last week. What's up, Rebound? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, should be a fun week of football. A lot of uh, surprises last week, but should be a good week coming up uh, in week eight. So uh, let's start with that Thursday night football game. Uh, the Bills looked like they were in command up uh, 24-10, and then the Bucks uh, got a touchdown and cut it six and had a chance there at the end with a Hail Mary, but uh, came up just short. So what what did you see in that game, and what do you see for both teams moving forward? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Bills shot won a lot more better. Uh, they got, I originally thought they were going to get backdoored, but the Bucks had a chance to even win the game on a Hail Mary. Uh, coincidentally, nobody touched the ball on the Hail Mary, and uh, that's what happened, but Bill should have won up by a lot more. Yeah, uh, for sure, yeah. I mean, Bill's, uh, I mean, obviously short week, Thursday night games are kind of wacky, but yeah, Bill's, uh, you would have expected them for sure to be, uh, come out better after what, I think losing two straight games to Jacksonville and New England. So yeah, for sure, I I thought that was you would have seen a more dominant performance uh, from the Bills, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and all those guys and their and their defense. But uh, give credit to Tampa; they don't really get blown out. Their defense keeps them in games, and they keep it close whether they win or lose. So uh, credit to them. But yeah, nonetheless, let's move into the Week Eight slate game number one. We got. The Green Bay Packers at home in what calls to be 38 degrees game time temperature, hosting the NFC North their, their NFC North divisional rival, the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are laying a point and a half. Rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting game. The Vikings are clearly the better team here. I say that as a Packer fan. Obviously, they're coming off a big win versus your Niners on Monday Night Football, and. Uh, Packers just have not been what I thought they were. A lot, a lot of disappointing losses throughout the season to Broncos, Raiders, and probably a couple other teams. But I don't know. This is a coin flip. I think I believe it's a plus one and a half right now. Yeah, plus one and a half for the Packers. Packers. Uh, I don't know. I mean, everyone's gonna be on the Vikings for sure because they beat uh, the Niners on prime time. Uh, and I think that's like the only reason I think I'm going to take the Packers. It's not a biased pick. Only because the public is going to be on the Vikings. 
and also the weather too. I think the Vikings are used to playing indoors, so obviously you mentioned that. But I think the Packers cover and win. But it's a coin flip. I wouldn't touch this game, but since we have to pick it, you know, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I like the Packers as a home dog game, point and a half. Uh, I think they're gonna win this one outright as well. Uh, they have, they've been obviously lost four games. So far, the Packers, but they've really only gotten blown out uh, against the Lions at home, I think. Uh, other than that, I mean, they've had some close losses. And I think uh, they're, they're definitely going to be... This is definitely going to be another close game, but I think the Packers win a close one, 19-16, and get their third one of the season. All right, game number two. We got Indianapolis at home, 3-4, and four, hosting... The three and four New Orleans Saints. You got a pick 'em line here. What do you think? Yeah, gonna be another interesting game. Obviously, the Colts look pretty good even with Anthony Richardson out, and I don't know what to say about uh, the Saints. I mean, last week was just complete uh, terrible. I mean, I wouldn't blame the game just on Foster Monroe. He should have caught that touchdown, but. Uh, they got outplayed by Jacksonville, but I think I'm a roll with the Saints here. I think they finally get a win. They need it more, and they still have a chance at their. They still have a solid chance at at their division. So I'm gonna roll with the Saints here. Okay, I'm going the other way here. I'm gonna go with the home team, the Colts. <coughs> they played uh, really good last week, and then uh, but uh, so I'm gonna uh, kind of keep rolling with them with their offense. You got two uh, teams here that are usually used to playing in domes, so. Uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the home team. I think they're gonna continue their their good offense that they built last week against uh, Cleveland. Uh, Gardner Minshew is playing pretty well, and then the surrounding pieces, the receivers have been good as well. So I'm gonna take the Colts to win 28-24 and get their fourth win of the season. Game number three, we got Pittsburgh at home, four and two, hosting the five and two Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are undefeated on the road so far and laying two and a half in this one. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Obviously, Jacksonville has looked really good as they beat the Saints last week on Thursday night. Trevor Lawrence is balling out. Travis Etienne is playing good. Wide receiver Christian Kirk is doing well. Uh, I obviously know that because I have him on my fantasy team. Calvin Ridley has been a complete disappointment to everyone. And I don't know about their defense. Their defense is whatever. And then the Steelers have Deontay Johnson back. Uh, that, that's a, a, big, a big addition getting back. And their running game is not that bad. And... Kenny Pickett's playing good, but the defense is playing great, I think. So I'm going to roll with the, the home dog Steelers there. I just like it's a tough place to play, and I think the Steelers cover and win. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers coming off uh, a win last week versus the Rams, uh, kind of back and forth game. And the Jaguars, uh, obviously, uh, the, the Thursday night win uh, on the road. Uh, versus the Saints, uh, they played a lot better than the Saints. They really outplayed them. Uh, they're going on the road again. Another tough environment in Pittsburgh at Acrisure Stadium. 
Uh, yeah, this one, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, could go either way, but I'll agree with you, Rebound. The home home dog, the Steelers, getting two and a half. I think they're going to win outright as well. Uh, go to five and two on the season. I think uh, TJ Watt's going to have a big <coughs> game. Uh, their defense is going to have a big imprint on the game. And then they're going to control the clock uh, with a run game with Warren and Najee Harris. And I'm going to take them win 21-17, get their fifth win of the season. Game number four. They get the 0-6 Carolina Panthers at home hosting the 3-3 Houston Texans. Texans laying three. What do you think? Yeah, this is a tricky one. I don't know what to say here. I mean, I think the Texans should be at least minus six. Carolina has not won a game yet. And they're the only team that has not won a game. And I think this is going to be the, the, the game that they finally win. Everyone's going to be high on Houston, which they should be. And I think the public is going to be very heavy on them. And I'm going to roll with uh, Panthers there to cover and win. I mean, this yeah, should be a interesting game in the sense that you got the top two picks, I think, in this yeah, one. one Bryce two. Young and CJ Stroud. Facing off against each other. So, yeah, that should be, I guess, a fun storyline in this one. And then Houston, obviously, they've had some good games, some bad games. So that's kind of what you're getting from rookie quarterback. But you got to give him credit. Only one interception so far. And then uh, D'Amico Ryan's young coach uh, building the culture there, the defensive culture. And uh, I think... I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be a super close game, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, the, I mean, it could go either way. So I'll I'll go with the home dog again. Agree with you, rebound. Take the Panthers getting the three, and I like them to win outright, twenty four twenty three, uh, get their first win of the season, like you said. Our game number five, moving into the late afternoon window of games. Got the four and two Seattle Seahawks at home hosting the four and two Cleveland Browns. Seahawks giving three and a half in this one. What do you think? Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting one. Obviously, it looks like Deshaun Watson's not gonna play, and PJ Walker's gonna start. So uh, I don't know why it's so low. Jerome Ford is also out, not officially out, but doubtful, and you're gonna have a tough place to play at. And this is just. I don't know why it's so low. I think Seattle should cover her pretty easily. I know Cleveland does have a good D, but I don't know what to say. But, I mean, the public is probably going to be with Seattle. I think I'm going to go with Seattle minus three and a half. Yeah, I mean, Seattle uh, kind of rolling along. I mean, uh, I mean, last week they scored, what, 20? And then the week before that they had a lot of opportunities uh, versus Cincinnati on the road but came short in that one. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of uh, a tale of uh, which which team is going to impose their kind of playing style, their tempo, their style of fight, and I think uh, Seattle is going to be able to do that with the, their running game and kind of get something going as well with the their passing game as well. So I'll agree with you. Uh, take uh, Seattle, the home team, laying the three and a half, swallow the three and a half with the Seahawks. Uh, I like them to win this one 28-21 and go to 5-2 and two on the season. All right, last game of the week. 
Got the San Francisco 49ers, 5-2 on a two-game losing streak at home. Hosting the 3-3 three three Bengals, who are coming off a bye week. The Niners are laying four, four points in this one. Excuse me. What do you think, Rebound? Yeah, this is an easy one. Take the Niners there. Whether Brock Purdy starts or not, that doesn't matter to me. And Sam Darnold will fill in just well if he plays, so... This is an easy one. Take the Niners. Don't get fooled on the Bengals. Niners are not going to lose three times in a row. Take yeah, I mean, this is a really tough one here uh, because uh, you got the Bengals uh, coming off the bye week, and then it's all about kind of like how Joe Burrow's mobility is, uh, I think. And then, uh, obviously, the big receivers in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and then... The, the Bengals have been shown that they've been susceptible to, to giving up sacks. And then the Niners, uh, their defensive line has been getting a lot of pressure, but they have not gotten home and gotten as many sacks as they should be getting. They had zero sacks last week on Monday night versus Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. And I think even uh, the week prior against Cleveland and, and Cleveland on the road, the only two sacks. So they're, I think, top three in the league and getting pressures, defensive pressures, but I think they're, I think, I don't, I don't even think they're top 10 in sacks in the league uh, with, with 15. So uh, that number has to improve for them kind of like if they want to go far and then if they want to have success in this game, I think. And then you got like some injured guys, obviously uh, Trent Williams. So, I mean, I, I don't think he practiced today. Uh, McCaffrey, I think, is a full go. Obviously, uh, Brock Purdy, uh, I think, practiced today. So I think, uh, from what I heard, he's in the uh, fourth stage out of five uh, for the going through the concussion protocol. So he's on track, I guess, or still has time to be on track to play. So we'll see what happens. But either way, like you said, I think uh, the Niners are going to go more run heavy i think you'll see uh a little more uh, elijah mitchell and jordan mason mixed with mccaffrey in this game so uh i think yeah the, the niners are going to kind of try to impose uh control the clock run the ball t- control time possession at home get that home crowd behind them and kind of uh take that to a win but uh Nonetheless, I think Burrow is going to be able to put up points with his passing ability, his big wide receivers, and I think they're going to keep it close. So I'll take the the Bengals, the road dog, getting four, but I'll take the Niners to win a close one, 27-24, and get their sixth win of the season. Alrighty, we'll disagree rebound to uh, end out week eight. Anything else to add before we sign off for the night? That's it. All right, thank you so much for coming on. Rebound, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Good luck, everyone. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the Week 8 NFL matchups, and we'll see you guys next week for Week 9 Scorching 6.